The opinions expressed on this podcast are not meant to be disseminated as medical advice. If you need additional clarification or have questions, consult a mental health professional in your area. Hello, and welcome to 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage, the podcast where a comedy writer, that's me, and a psychologist, that's Steve. (laughs) Hello! (laughs) You started laughing before I even got there this week. (laughs) I I couldn't help it. The podcast where we try to solve your long-running relationship issues in 10 minutes or less. How are you doing this week, Steve? I am still burning over that wrong and wronger (laughs) debate. People got to listen to both of these shows to hear both sides of our personalities. So this week we have a question that might play to your strengths more than any other question we have ever had in the history of 10 Minutes to Save Your Marriage. This will be your magnum opus. You are going to crush this. I I have a feeling. I I don't think there's anything you know more about. So here's the question. All right. All right. Boy, this is going to be good. Yeah. So I'm married. I'm going to be flattered. I I don't think the person who wrote this, I think think English is their second language. I, I admire anybody who knows more than one language. I barely know one, so yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do my best with this here. But uh, I'm married for 20 years, and we have uh, two boys, ages 12 and 18. My husband has a problem. Maybe it's my problem, because he doesn't think that it is a problem. My problem with him is that he farts. He does not fart oh. in front of other people, just in front of me, our kids, and his own family, uh, because that's normal in their house. When we were newlyweds, I heard it for the first time uh, in front of my father-in-law. I was in shock. I didn't know how to react. Uh, They reacted by laughing. Now, after 20 years, when my husband does this, when I'm around, I just give him the evil eye. But that's uh, them, and I can't, uh, I don't know what to do about it. Okay, the real problem is that my husband does the same. Okay, so I guess I guess she was talking about the father-in-law before. So the father-in-law farts in front of her and she says, Okay, the real problem is that my husband does the same thing. When we have a conversation or watch TV, he just does it. I told him a zillion times that I hate that uh, and that he doesn't get me. Uh, the worst thing is that our boys do it too. He says that I don't understand that it's a guy thing. Is it really a guy thing or am I married to a caveman? Steve, take it away. <laughs> well... Replace farting with any other, quote, guy thing. Leaving the toilet seat up, throwing their underpants on the floor, belching. Uh, Any fill-in-the-blank there, it's not a guy thing as much as it is a relationship issue. There's a power differential that he is exploiting that I think it speaks more to the balance in the relationship than it being a guy thing. Like... It doesn't matter what the it is. If there's a problem in the relationship, there has to be a means to negotiate a solution. And his solution is to stay the course, and her solution is to give the evil eye. And I think what uh, him, kids finding farting funny, especially boys, is almost universal. Like, uh, my son's hockey team, you put a good fart joke in the locker room and the whole room breaks up. Like kids, boys particularly, and girls for the most part too, think it's funny. But in a marriage, it's got to have some kind of governor on it because there are things you don't do in front of other people. And the fact that he doesn't fart in front of strangers tells me he is well aware of his ability to close that sphincter off when he <laughs> has to. So, the control valve is working. <laughs> That's exactly right. And his kids, too. I would imagine when they're in front of uh, their priest, they don't fart. Like, that's not a cool thing to do. But when they're in front of each other, of course they do. And they probably try to give each other a Dutch oven under the blankets and the the comforter on the couch. But for her to give the evil eye is not creating enough pressure. Like, there's got to be some leverage if he's not just willing to do what she would like for him to do. So I would say do... 
what you do with kids who have temper tantrums. You're going to reinforce the control. You're not going to reinforce the tantrum. So if your husband farts, remove something that he enjoys from that night, whether it's sex, whether it's cooking, <laughs> whether it's sitting with him on the couch, whether it's you've got you're going to have to make a stand. Now, tell him ahead of time that this is going to be the plan. Because you want you, you are disturbed enough by this that there has to be some. If he's not going to go just grown up and have a negotiation conversation, you're going to have to go strict like cognitive behavioral here. We're going BF Skinner, so it's gonna we're going to reward the good behavior. We're going to punish the bad behavior. So on nights that he doesn't fart, stay the course. Do whatever you do. Sit with him on the couch. Say good morning. Give him a kiss when he walks through the door. Nights that he does fart, or put a time limit on it. For 30 minutes, I am persona non grata. I'm going to go on the other end of the house. I'm going to uh, read a book. I'm going to watch TV in the bedroom. I'm going to do something that's not engaging with you because I don't care for this kind of behavior. It's insulting to me. Not just because I don't like being around your farts and that uh, nice cloud of methane that you create, but also because I asked you not to do it and you're still doing it. So it's almost a personal affront at that point and not just a bodily function. The only caveat I would have, which is not the case with this couple, because he is able to control it around other people, but it could be that he's not able to control it very well. And what guys will do if they get embarrassed by something is they'll cover it with a joke or they'll cover it by getting angry. Like it's hard for them to admit to things that they're ashamed of. If he doesn't have a lot of control over this, he'll cover it by saying, well, it's just a guy thing. But it sounds like he does have control, at which point it's a relationship issue. And that well, if you can't do it like a grown up, you got to do it like you're dealing with kids. All right, well, leave it to you to suck all the fun out of the room in a fart conversation. <laughs> I've, I've got several thoughts on this. I mean, first of all, I mean, he will have to pass gas uh, or, or bad things will happen. It's a matter of how he's doing it uh, that's You're the right. issue. Like, I try to be very discreet about it, and my wife still catches me. I call her the fart police. I hate it. I try, I try to get yeah. away with it. I try to be polite. I could go to yeah. the other side of the state and do it, and she would find out. So there's, there's no getting around it. Hold on a oh, second. She I, would, like, just happen to show up on that side of the oh, state right after there. you do it. Absolutely. I know exactly what you're talking about. Hold on, there was a pig that wanted to be released. <laughs> Not to be confused oh, with wow, other things that, are, that have to get out. Weird euphemism for farting, but all right. Yeah, no, it was a, it was not a euphemism. A pig actually wanted to leave the room, but uh, um, I, I will say this. So, um, and there can be consequences, and you can try to be discreet. You can try to leave the room. Again, in my marriage, she's still going to catch me. Whatever. Um, if you, I, I've got a story here. So this this is from back in high school, and uh, so um, I had a history teacher who loved to play strategy board games, and he. Invited some of us over to play a game called um, oh, I can't, Diplomacy, and this was back in the days where you could actually go over to a teacher's house, and it wasn't like, like they, this. This was not a euphemism right, for anything right. either. Like he was actually just a cool guy, <laughs> and we played this strategy board I game, gotcha. and it was awesome. But we didn't have enough people. We needed seven or eight people. I don't have that many friends, so I invited two of my brothers to be fill-ins. This is actually when we start first started. This was this was the start of of being more friends with them than just just people who we tolerated our coexistence. But it got off to a rough start. So the first time I brought them out in public with me, I told. My one brother, I he he has a history like the like the husband in this in this letter of farting all the time, obnoxiously in front of people. And I told him, you cannot fart when you're there. Well, he took it absolutely literally. He did not fart the entire day, the entire eight-hour game session. He held it in, and he got home. And he couldn't pass gas. He couldn't do it. It was stuck. Wow. He was in the bathroom, doubled over in pain. They took him to the emergency room. I no. kid you not. 
they took him to the emergency room. This is a kid, and they did like a tracheotomy oh, over his bladder. I, I think they just—I think they just had him put his butt in the air to get it out. I think I'm not sure. I was not in the room when that happened. I just know my my God, parents. It's like the reverse. Yeah. Uh, you, uh, what do you call it when you pull somebody into you to get something dislodged from their throat? I just—I I remember my parents trying to make me feel guilty, but it's like, no, this is not on me. You've got to have some self control either way. Like, if it's getting to be a critical situation, go to the bathroom and do something. So yeah, so you, a reverse Heimlich. Sorry, <laughs> I just thought of it. So before you Heimlich someone till they fart. So on one extreme, yes, there are consequences for holding it. On the other hand, your husband could be much less gross. He doesn't have to do it loudly and in front of you. He could go in the other room and do it. And I will say this: if he's trying to be discreet, and this is a message to my Absolutely. wife too, if he's trying to be discreet, don't call him out on it. Give him some credit. Absolutely. He left the room. Even if you know exactly what he's doing, even if he brings the odor back with him, just just let it go because he tried. And maybe explain that. I mean, and you've tried. I guess maybe maybe he's just a jerk and he won't come around to it. But explain to him how much it bothers you and, and see if he won't compromise. If he thinks it's hilarious, tell him to go do it in front of your kids and not in front of you. I know that's a bad solution because your kids are going to carry on. But at least if it's not where you if it's not where you hear it, maybe maybe that will make life a little more tolerable. And that's the compromise I would propose. Well, I I. I don't disagree with that, but just based on her level of frustration in her tone, I would say she's already passed that bridge and nothing changed. So that's when I say we got to get hardcore behavioral on him here to let him know. It, something has to get his attention because right now he's dismissing her point of view. Just, just to be clear, is, this podcast does not condone murder. If you kill him in his sleep with harassing gas, that, that, that idea did not come from us. We're, we're only doing non-lethal uh, methods. Oh. She may take it as attempted murder that he's trying to kill her in her sleep with his gas. <laughs> Oh, we're going dark quick on this one. <laughs> <laughs> we should probably outro just before we get... We need plausible deniability in the okay. aftermath. So Steve's taking the hard line. I say try one more uh, attempt at compromise, and that's where we're at. If you have a relationship issue that you'd like us to resolve, it doesn't have to be husband-wife. It can be parent-child, parent-dog, whatever. We'll be there for you. Send those questions to James Breakwell at ExplodingUnicorn.com. That's Exploding Unicorn with the E. And we will do our best to solve the problem or make things worse in 10 minutes or less this has been another week of 10 minutes to save your marriage and that's 10 minutes of your life you'll never get back <laughs>